Hey, y'all, before we get started, if you are enjoying this podcast, if you've listened to several episodes and have learned anything, if you'll do me a favor, take a screenshot and share this with someone who is a newbie in your life, who's interested in NFTs, but might feel overwhelmed. We want to get this education into the hands as many or the ears as many people as we can. So if you'll do me a favor and share this with one person in your life who you know would enjoy this content and have some fun learning about NFTs, we definitely appreciate it. Let's get into the show. You have worked super hard, not only learning about NFTs, but I've also gone the extra mile to learn how to mint some of your own work and come out with your own collection. Only to find someone has jacked your art and started their own collection with your art and is selling it. What do you do? The newbies are digging into that, right? Yeah. Look, are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs, but are overwhelmed with all the information? Heather and I were true, true NFT newbies. We're gonna break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art. Listen, y'all, we're gonna cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you and give our unqualified opinions and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. What's up, family? I'm telling you what, this this topic is really, really hard. And Rich and I are just, I think we're shocked that there's not more of a solution that we are finding for this problem that was uh, presented to us uh, a few weeks ago. We had a listener uh, send us a DM over on IG. This is at glenn.cordal. Very cool human uh, linked up in the show notes. Make sure you check out his work, but he's an artist designer and car enthusiast, it looks like. But he sent us a DM a few weeks ago and was like, what happens when you've created a project, you love your project, you have supporters, you're building a community, you're doing all the things that we learn about here on the show, and somebody comes and screenshots, steals your work, and mints it on their own collection and then claim to be the creator of of that piece. And I was like, I don't know, call the NFT police. Like, what do we do here? It's nuts. But this is the thing. When you dig in, you can go over on Twitter. I'm like fucking pissed. Yeah, Rich is very mad right now. Um, We put in like just stealing NFT art. I mean, there are so many threads, so many people. This is a real thing. But um, I actually got a clip from Glenn. Um, Let's hear what happened to him. Hey, Heather and Rich. My name is Glenn, and I'm the artist and designer behind the new NFT collection called Cream Car Garage. So I launched this collection last week, and within 24 hours, someone had gone on, saved all my images, and then hosted their own counterfeit collection. So one of my followers sent it to me right away, and I reported it to OpenSea, but it's been five or six days now, and I haven't heard a word. So I'm wondering if you guys have any suggestions for artists and creatives like me who want to keep their stuff on lockdown, or maybe it's just on the buyer to make sure they're buying from a legitimate source. Anyways, thanks for taking the time. Love the podcast. So the logical place you would go is to OpenSea and you would go to the actual NFT. If you are listening, be sure to check out our YouTube video so you can get a better understanding. I will still try and explain it. So that way, if you don't have the time to do that, you understand. So I am on OpenSea and I'm on the world's first catch a chicken NFT by these freaking crazy people. So I'm, I'm right by the title of the NFT uh, and I'm going to report. So I go to report. 
I think the item is, and there's a drop-down menu, fake collection or possible scam, explicit or insensitive content. It could be spam, might be stolen, other. Now, Glenn here did that. And Heather, what was the outcome? He hasn't heard anything back. Like I said, this was weeks ago, and he still hasn't heard back from OpenSea. Um, and I don't think that this is necessarily an open C issue. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, just looking at these tweets, I mean, tons and tons of tweets. This is just an issue all around the board, uh, no matter what platform you're minting on, because, you know, the thing that we've been excited about, about decentralization, it removes the middleman. And guess what, friends? It removes the middleman. So what I've learned, um, we asked in Discord, we looked on Twitter, we had at NFT Boomer one over on Twitter said the best thing to do is report it. But you can also get the legit community to raise awareness and call out the fakes on Twitter. And back to the emphasis of community again, here is another bonus for having a really strong brand and community is you can get these people to rally behind you and shine a light on what's going on. You know, us hopefully being able to shout out Glenn and what's going on with his project. I mean, we have an audience here and we're able to gather some attention. So how can you gather attention around what's going on and maybe kind of put some pressure on this project to put their crap down. Yeah, like, dude, let me not talk NFTs for two seconds. Anytime I've had a bad experience on a flight or I got to the gate and they're like, the flight's closed. I'm like, dude, I'm a pilot. They're still doing their checks. Let me on the freaking plane. They're like, flight's closed. I'm like, dude. And I just get pissed and then whatever. I'm not gonna, like, the person doesn't want to help me, right? I'm not gonna go call anyone. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna tweet at airline who sucks. This is what happened, blah, blah, blah. You know what? Expedia, T-Mobile, all these people, like they have people on Twitter, like literally standing by. Now you could do the same with OpenSea. You could do the same with CoinBank. You could do the same with whatever. And I'm telling you, like there's a better shot of getting a response there sometimes. Now you have to imagine OpenSea it's still conceptually kind of like a startup, right? Like they're not, they have not been around forever, but they're certainly at the point where there's so much activity, millions and millions of dollars going through OpenSea every day that they cannot handle the amount of calls. You ever had an Instagram issue, Heather, and decided you were going to call Instagram? You know, you know nothing was going to happen, right? So same thing here. So expectation management is number one. And to double down on what Heather said about community, people retweeting that, People liking it, people commenting, like that's all going to get someone's attention and hopefully that'll help you. Now, I think, Heather, there was another comment here from someone that uh, Morgan Berry, I think. What was this about? Yeah, we we touched on this in the uh, YouTube creators video. Uh, make sure you check that out linked up in our show notes. But there are, are other various artists and creatives who are getting things minted on the blockchain. Uh, maybe they didn't have a collection. And people are taking their music, their videos, and uh, deciding to mint them themselves and then posing as this person at the Morgan Berry says that she asked these people to remove her music from their website and all they did was block her. Now she has uh, several thousand followers on Twitter. And so she asked her community, please report them. And so maybe influx reports on one account can maybe bump up her submission a little bit. We hope so. Uh, she was reporting at NFT Music Stream for taking her music without her permission. But again, out of all the digging, I think this is your best bet is how many people can you get this issue in front of? 
and report it. We do have, you know, just some words of wisdom from Glenn. Glenn has been working to get this thing reported and he's come to a conclusion himself of the only thing that you're really able to do. But um, any other thoughts, Rich, before we get to what Glenn has? Yeah, I want to share my screen. I, I, I literally was sitting here while you're talking and I typed in cream car, okay, because I Glenn mentioned it. And uh, Glenn seems like a really good dude. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to share my screen. And I'll show you two accounts. We'll see how do we know? Like, how do we know who's who? And once we find out who's who, I think I might support him and just go get an NFT because I actually really like what I'm seeing. So here we go. If you are listening, I am sorry, but I will still do my best to talk through this. And here we go. I am on OpenSea and I am on Cream Car Garage Art. Uh, I see a background. I see a picture in the middle. Three owners. I see 25 items and volume traded is 0.3 and then the floor price is 0.1. I'm scrolling down. Really cool art. Uh, these are all white, well, cream colored cars, I guess, for Glenn. So how do I know this is Glenn? How do I know this is Glenn? I, I don't know yet. So let me share with you another screen. Okay, now if you're listening, I'm now on Cream Car Garage. I have the same exact background photo and the same car in the center. I have 53 items versus 25 being sold. I have 67 owners versus three. Floor price is the same. Volume traded is a little bit more at 1.9. There's a tagline on this one. Cream car, like dream car, get it? All other cream car collections are fraudulent. Mm -hmm. I think that's a dead giveaway right there. But still, uh, I scroll down. Everything looks the same. There is literally nothing discernible. That's crazy. Okay? But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to click on the first one I see, Cream Car 035. Okay. It's Cream Car Garage. And now I have it open. And then it says 10 owned by Glenn Cordell. Okay? So, and then it also says created in the description. It says created by Glenn Cordell. Now we know Glenn because we just literally played a video from him, but imagine we didn't cover any of this. I'm going to click on him and here we go. Very cool background photo. He's clearly in the cars. I see a dude. He's doxxed, okay, which helps. And then I also see a link to his Twitter and I see a link to his Instagram and I see it says artist and designer. For the newbies in the room who are like, what does docs mean? Let's just reemphasize docs just means we can see his human face. Um, and it's not like an avatar or a cartoon or something. So Glenn is docs. We know his identity as a human being. And he's made that clear by giving his social platforms and a picture of himself. Correct. I'm going to go to the other and see what happens. Now, this is why, <laughs> look, this is why like your brand, not just the brand, your personal brand actually matters. Come on. And Heather and I are, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm just going to say what it, say what it is. We're experts in terms of branding and personal branding. Like we get it. Like you won't be able to buy something from someone else that you wouldn't know is us by like a million times over. So here we are. I'm back. If you're listening, I am now on Cream Car Garage Art. And now I'm going to do the same thing I just did on Cream Car Garage, which we confirmed was by an artist named Glenn Cordell, who we're pretending we didn't know. I'm clicking on Cream Car 009, owned by Cream Car Garage Art. Okay. Created by Cream Car Garage Art. Let me click on it. Ooh. No background photo. No picture. I see a wallet address. I do not see a Twitter handle. I do not see an Instagram handle. And as far as activity, no trading history yet. 
If I go back to Glenn's, which I don't think I'm going to be able to show on the YouTube video, if I see his activity, I see all kinds of things going on, okay? Uh, sales um, and listings and stuff like that. Hey newbies, our friend Sean has made an online course called NFTs Simplified. So consider it an extension of the things that we've tried to help you do. Now this course is gonna cover a few things and we wanna tell you about it because it is very affordable and it is very worthwhile. So obviously we're gonna cover what an NFT is, how to transfer Ether crypto into your wallet, how to buy an NFT, NFT security basics, all so that you can do the things you want. Some of you wanna make money, some of you wanna invest money, some of you wanna make sure your NFTs and your monies are safe. And that's exactly uh, why we're pairing up with Sean for this. So there will be five video lessons and there's also plenty of course handouts and notes. Uh, I'm looking at some of the reviews right now. Here's one from Halim saying the course is great. I love the graphics and wish I had time to watch all this before I tried to do it myself. So there's additional reviews just like that, that made us confident to partner with him and to offer this course to you for 19 bucks. Okay. That's about three Starbucks grande drinks. Okay. So think about it, 19 bucks to keep your NFTs safe, to get you some of that extended knowledge that you want, and to just have a course from someone who is driven to help you. So we'll link it in the show notes. See you next time. This is when people talk about do your own research. What Rich just did is yes. a real life example of do your own research. What that means, it didn't take a ton of time. How long did that take? Three minutes. And this isn't just about making the wrong investment. This is about supporting the right person. You know what I'm saying? So like, think about it like that. Don't come in all to this NFT world, just guns blazing. This is why we're like, I, I think I've said it before, but you could almost never screw anything up by taking your time. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to buy one of these in a second here, but we wish, we wish we had far more resources and answers. But Heather's like, Rich, I did a bunch of research. I'm like, we got to do more. She's like, I did a There's bunch nothing. of research. And I wasn't doubting her, but I typed in a bunch of shit. And you know what the articles were from? March and May last year. No one knows what the hell, like the amount of things that have changed from now since then is insane. And two, it's clear no one has any really good answers. So a couple things before I kick it back to you, Heather, is as far as owners, how many owners are there? That's a good giveaway. I think with Dapper Dinos or whatever, like you couldn't, if, if you had seen that there was very few owners compared to the actual one, like maybe that would have been something volume traded, total volume traded should be a giveaway. And then obviously the person's profile and then take it a step further. You could go to Glenn's profile on Instagram or Twitter and be like, wait a second, this isn't legit either. And I mean, you could deduce whatever you want, but D Y O R do your own research. So I reached out to Glenn over on our Discord, linked up in the show notes and said, yo, what's up? What's what's the uh, verdict? What's happened with you? And he says that he's just finding out the hard way that there's nothing you can do to verify the creator. Anyone can copy and paste a collection. Listen, the burden is on the buyer to ensure that what they buy is legitimate. When fake collections are reported to OpenSea, they may or may not remove them. They get money either way, so it's not at the top of their priorities. That's how he feels. Um, he says also, too, there are some steps that people can take to make sure they're buying legit. Heather, I'm so sorry to interrupt you for this special announcement. Uh, Glenn, we just bought one of your NFTs, bro. Okay, uh, I like this one. I like the Red Sea. I imagine me driving or Heather driving and the other one person just chilling like a villain somewhere in the desert, Twerking. hanging out and talking about our next project that doesn't involve catching a chicken. You said you're driving? I'm driving. You're twerking. Listen, Glenn, we hope you get everything figured out. Please <laughs> let us know what 
happens. Uh, I'm going to kick this over to Katrina, who asked us a random question, which, by the way, you can too by clicking the link in the show notes. This is Ransom Girl over on Twitter. She asks, when you got your first job, did you save up for something big? If so, what was it? And did you get it? This is so perfect of a question. <laughs> I, my dad told me to save $5,000 up for a car. I saved like 2000 I spent the rest on weed, I think, and stuff like that. And um, I still got the car. And karma, well, a month after I got my driver's license, I rolled it. Um, and I had to drive like my beat up punk ass car. Uh, and it was all my fault. But that's what I was saving for. But I... Did you roll it because you had been smoking the weed that you bought with the other 3000 No, no, no. Separate? No. Nope, not at all. Um, I said that this question was perfect because uh, we have this episode is about people scamming people, essentially. And when I was 15, I started working. I walked to work every single day, worked at freaking Arby's, walked back and forth to work to save up. Never. I'll never look at an Arby's the same again now. You shouldn't. Um $1,000. And then right when I turned 16, side note, I was working illegally. My coworker who worked the Fry station said, hey, I have a car and it's like $750, $800. And I was dumb. And I was like, done deal. That's amazing. I trust her. She's at the Fry machine every single day. She sold me her car. What? <laughs> it was a like a Honda Civic beat up car. The next day I went into work, it was like like that whole thing. She didn't come to work that day and she never came back to work again. Um, the car was completely totaled, gone, done, broke, um, within like a week, week or two. And, um, I have so many questions. I will not un- try and unpack yeah. this, but Heather parody, I, I was, scammed. what is you thinking? I trusted her, man. She's at the fry station. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> Listen, she'd be hooking people up with them fries. Like, how do I not trust someone on the fries? If you want to find some people that you can trust in this space who have your back, who are newbies, we're doing our very best to create an incredible community over on Discord, which is linked up in the show notes. We'd love to see you there. See you next time.